she's like, I don't want people from work to listen to her. I'm like, why? Because of all the stupid shit that I say on the air? She's like, no, little this bit. is all real life. Yeah. This is real life. Um, but we we had envisioned this being a side hustle for quite some time for both of us. Yeah. Um, but now but this is your full time gig. This is, but it couldn't have come at a better time because him being able to be on the ground, you know, calling people and, and actually wait. So when we started this, we really thought. I love that before we got started, she's like, Ray's going to do all the talking. I know, Ray's going to do all the talking. Earlier. Ray can't get a word in it. I'm, <laughs> I'm very excited, guys. Um, but we, we really thought he was going to have to do way more outreach. Mm-hmm. But yeah. yeah, the sales side. I mean, and I want to dig into he's that. He's not at selling some right now, really. So, They're so, coming to us. Yeah. Like, oh. Yeah. Where do you guys advertise? How are you we, doing this? Uh, we have an Instagram page. And we have an Instagram page. That's I don't it. even think we follow you. We don't do any paid advertising. No, we do. Get on that, guys. Home Keep, Sweet no, Hudson no, no, no. Keep, keeping Wanderlust Instagram does follow Home Sweet okay. Hudson. Well, how do you get yes, followers? You do. Yes, though? we do. Like, how do people organically? I mean, well, the website. Okay. So we're on. We're live. We have no money towards SEO yeah. at the moment. Do you know? Do are do you have SEO chops? I mean, you worked in digital ad or digital media for a long time. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty pretty versed in that topic. But the You're reality is that I don't have the bandwidth right now to even try to take that on. I mean, I'm literally cleaning people's bathrooms <laughs> <laughs> in between like, meetings. I am. I mean, it's not even. It's yeah. I love it. I love every moment of it. But um, especially the toilets, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, someone's Wi-Fi wasn't working the other night. Like right as I poured my whiskey. <laughs> and I'm sitting there. It's 9:30 on a Friday, and we're in you know the little room we hang out in, yeah, yeah. in the screened-in room. And I'm trying to troubleshoot over the phone, and they're just not getting it. And I'm like, "Well, don't worry, I'm on my way." Oh no! Yeah, to fix someone's yeah, Wi-Fi. Real. Yeah, you know, initially, I was pissed off because I'm like, "Ah, oh, like I want to relax." I get in the car, I'm on my way there, and I just had this moment of like. I'm doing this is for my business mm-hmm. and I'm doing, doing this, this for, for me. Yeah. 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 And I'm going to look back one day at this moment and be like, wow, like this is what, this is what it takes. So at that point I was, I was smart. I was ear to ear. Yeah. So yeah. do you guys, have you heard the story about the two guys that started Airbnb? Yes. Yeah. Right. And they yeah. were talking about the 10 star experience right now. I don't know if I remember that. Ten oh. star. Yeah, so when they were initially, and I'm going to screw this up, right? But I'll I'll find the link, I'll send it to you, we'll mm-hmm. throw it in the show notes. But it's definitely one of the better um, podcasts that, and I list, I devour mm-hmm. podcasts, and most of them just suck, right? They're probably worse than this yeah. one right now. But um, there's one where they actually interview someone interviews, you know, the two guys that start Airbnb, and they're in their little Silicon Valley echo chamber of a bubble. And someone comes to them and they're like, well, how many customers do you have? And they're like, oh, we have like four, right? And they're like, well, what do you know about them? It's like, what do you mean? What do we know? And they give them like a stat sheet. It's like, wait, you haven't met your four customers? Oh, I do. I I, I think we've probably listened to the same podcast. Yeah. And then they go to New York. They go to New York, yeah. right? And yeah, they yeah. meet the people. They meet the guests. They meet the homeowners, right? And it, mm-hmm. anyway, fast forward is they they found out or what they you know by going through this exercise they found out that it's not about the house it's not about the place that they're staying and like you said it's like they're just there to have a shower and a a Uh roof over their head a warm bed and maybe like a cup of coffee in the morning like i mean when we stay at an airbnb do we need much more than the coffee pot i think that's that's no the bells and whistles help yeah but they're not necessary. necessary 
I think the um, thing that leaves the lasting impression for me is when there's a bottle of wine when we enter. And they're like, have a great stay. Can't beat that. Stop <laughs> leaving just white wine, though. If you're going to leave wine, <laughs> leave one red, one white. <laughs> yeah, two options. Right? Some, like, personal, so needy, like, a Chris. small yeah. personal touch. Like, what we've thought needy, about. Right? Like, I will definitely go back to Portland, Maine because yeah. of how good <laughs> yeah. the folks there were. They and were and really it was great because they came down right when we, you know, I don't think we saw them when we when we came. No, I don't remember. We, they let us in, but it was funny. I think it was we were their first Airbnb, and they uh, were our first Airbnb. Stay. Oh no way! So it was like neither of us never had used reviewed. Airbnb before, wow. and they had never put their place really? up before. So, so we were both virgins. virgins. Yeah, <laughs> we deflowered each other. It, I it love was, it. It was a, it's a very interesting experience. The first time you have a guest at your place. Well, yeah. our guests called us out. In fact, our first guest hung out with they us. They were awesome. And we lit a fire and drank some wine. And the wife says, I have a feeling we're your first guests. And we're well, like, well, what makes, what makes you think, think that? Because we were trying to be all cool. Yeah. Like, uh, we like, do we this. We know what we're doing. We've been doing this. And she's like, there was still plastic on the salt and pepper shakers. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. It was great. I was like, you got us. Well, did they, did they open them? Probably not, right? They didn't open no, the salt. No. no. Plastic's still on there. there. He was there for a college reunion. or uh, It was like alumni reunion thing or yeah. whatever. So they weren't there that long. Um, so there's all the... So so now let's... let's back, let, Walk me through your day. So... Actually, I got eight million questions. Right now. So you I'm going to say one. the word so. No, <laughs> I know. Well, I'm just still I'm still getting over the fact that you got laid off, and this happened like two months yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, no, it's crazy, man. Um, would you Would you say that having the focus and being able mm-hmm. to do this full time is that necessary? It's, it's a game so? changer. In fact, I think one, it's possible to one, do it. One, well, I'm but. sorry, I don't want to cut you off, but once <laughs> I don't want to cut you off as, as she's cutting him dominating. off. Dominating. Like, I don't want to cut you. That's off. called that incredible. That's <laughs> called. You guys are welcome back. <laughs> Jedi mind trick. As she cuts for him you, off, he's like, "I don't want to cut you off yeah. while you're cutting for me you, off." For all of you that are in Going new relationships, to finish this statement. You can take that with you. Um. So what was I saying? That was smooth. Though. I, well, like, I love you. that. Like, when well, I want to be rude, but she has been dominating the the podcast. So no, we asked you. Job. We asked you. Do you think it's necessary to dedicate your time full time to this? Now that you have well, all at the some time point, the, the dream, right? To with any side hustle <laughs> is to turn it into a full time gig. Yours, well, your... yeah. So what I was saying is, is that once I realized, once I started to work full time on the business because I didn't have a nine to five we instantly realized how valuable it was to be in Newport on main street, having coffee with prospective partners, housekeepers. I mean, I was running into so many people that I've grown up with. And so just being out there and talking about it was marketing in itself. And from that point, it quickly started to the word of mouth, you know, I'm getting phone calls. People are sending me messages on Facebook. And then finally, we decided to go live on social media. I mean, we really took our time with building the website, getting our Instagram together. And when we went live, it was just an Dang. influx of people, realtors especially. I mean, realtors literally take us on their meetings with prospective buyers so that yeah. we can show the value oh, I didn't even in a think particular home if they were to rent it on Airbnb. Shut and they're up. using that information to decide on whether they're going to buy that property or not. Yeah, we have oh multiple God. realtors that have asked us to send 
um, data to the clients. As so to you guys like are quietly getting into the big data business too. We are. Like you have metrics and insights and absolutely, yeah, actionable so, intelligence yeah, that can be that's used a, to influence other. That blows my mind. So what are some examples of the advice that you'll give people or if you're looking at a house and telling them whether or not they yeah, should buy? What are you looking Paul's. for? What, what are you telling us that we can offset half of our, you know, mortgage costs by or that this place is or is not? I mean, it, I, I almost feel like you're walking in being if a realtor is bringing me in and I own this business, I'm going to sell the shit out of it. Right. As a realtor? No, as the guy who's got as his you. own. As Airbnb. me? Yeah. Well, the beauty about what we do is that we really don't have to sell anything. I mean, the, the, the numbers speak for themselves. I mean, we literally take the information and we put it into uh, a spreadsheet that breaks out, you know, annual, monthly, and nightly rates based on trends in the market. What their percentage and take home is. Oh, I hate how smart I am. This is what me. our percentage and take home is, and I can confidently say, and actually honestly say, well, you're that, speaking from your own personal experience because you guys have done this yourself. Well, and we've also been engaging multiple prospects on a daily basis, so they're always asking for this information. So we've gotten a lot of practice doing this, mm-hmm. and it's not a. It's really it, for the most part, people's reaction is like. Mm, nah, that sounds like a lot of money. <laughs> I'm not. I mean, we've actually walked away from a prospect that was so, he was skeptical. so skeptical. He was so skeptical. That I said, you know good. what? Look too good to be true. Yeah, look too good to be true. He just couldn't yeah. wrap his brain around yeah. the fact that he could make that much money. He was very accustomed to traditional long-term leases, and okay. so in his eyes, he's couldn't imagine making two three times the amount of money you would doing it that way so before chris cut you off you were leading into something you can confidently say after looking at the annual monthly daily rates that um people will cover the cost of owning the home at minimum i mean depending on the cost of the home overall right that stuff but Mm -hmm. I think the situations that so you're talking about free houses, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, and and some in some cases, like Way profiting more. on a house that you shut up just yeah. bought and like you can still go up when it's not booked, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, we we've this is the closest I've come to actually maybe considering getting a driver's license. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you need one of those living upstate. I'll yeah. tell you that yeah. much. Well, leaving New York City. Or leaving New York yeah, City. There's, yeah. there's not many places in the world where you can go and just get away with not driving all the time. It's doable. Yeah. And like we have um we have a client who um inherited a property, renovated it beautifully, and with the original intention of selling it? With you the intention of selling me. it? Stop. No, me. his original intention was to I told uh, him I'm gonna interrupt him a lot. It's okay. We're, this fine. is family. We're good. We're it's used fine, to Caitlin. this. No worries. Tell her to stop hitting me. Stop they hitting can't, Chris. They, the, our, our viewers at home. Be nice. <laughs> Be nice. We're going to have to get a camera in here. Which, by the way, we highly recommend for Airbnb properties. So we can <laughs> actually... Because if people say, oh, we're going to come with four people and they show up with 10, like you got to be able to. What rooms do you put these cameras in? Just so I'm aware. Legally. Public places. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, legally. Good to know. Usually by the front door. 
Okay. Not yeah. inside the toilet bowl? No. No. Facing up? That's a different no. That's a different business. We yeah. can talk about that later. Yeah, that's another thing. It's a different podcast. I, I think that only sells in Japan, though. So we're going to go to Japan, and we're going to ask them about inside the toilet bowl cameras, because I've already done my research Vanessa on Vanessa will be in Japan soon, I right? Will in March. Are you really? Yeah. Shut I'm up. work. Uh, we're going for fun. Well, I'm going to do both, clearly. We're going to do zero work while we're there. Oh. Uh, if anybody's finger. listening from my um, job, that's I hope not anyone true. That you work with is not bringing my computer. <laughs> we can edit that. That's we fine. can edit that, <laughs> and and I'll make sure that her her adapter blows out the power. <laughs> when, heard no. Wi-Fi spotty there anyway. Yeah, so. well, I heard yeah. Wi-Fi spotty. <laughs> they use a different. Everything's inverted mm-hmm. over there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we couldn't understand the instructions on how to. We didn't have a ray to call to drive over and fix our Wi-Fi. Took care of it. Took care of it. The modem, the modem was broken. I had to. Uh, you went to Best Buy and bought a new modem, didn't the you? The next day. Shut up. And so here's a great experience of how to and we're to back. provide. That's, that's and we're back. Yeah. We're back. See full circle. We'll go on nine <laughs> tangents. Yeah. That's Colin. my job here. Is I like to bring people because you know you want to build relation, you know, rapport, right? So you have the little small talk, but eventually you got to bring it back to the business. So <laughs> here's a great example of like good customer service so i go out there i'm troubleshooting i got optimum on the phone they're great by the way their customer service like went above and beyond this woman literally said i'm going to lunch can you give me 30 minutes i'm like you're gonna the eat optimum for 30 lady yeah like yeah. she was she if was, my cape mother she Wait, was but you accepted that request? you said yes you're like yeah go ahead have and your, now have I'm your gonna, because it I'm took it takes me 30 after? minutes to get to the property I'm calling her from my home right, saying well, that was just convenient timing. Had you been there and she said I'm going to lunch, you I just have nothing get against I mean listen, I I'm a, I, I, listen, I, I'm imagining she's sitting in the cubicle for many hours a day. Wow, you're nice. You know, I'm if she says she's gotta eat, she's gotta eat. But it worked out. I get to the property and she that country air, guys. Yeah. So I'm t- I I'm, I think if we left New York City, we'd actually become nice human beings. <laughs> yeah. I, I think so. You I, let the cable lady on the other end, customer service rep, have lunch? I'm you from. transfer you to her neighbor. I would ask. Like, what? Like, you sit in a cube farm. Like, there's a million of you. Yeah, aren't there? Like, you guys are due for another trip yeah. upstate. <laughs> <laughs> you need some zen in your yeah, life. We did. Well, that's why we're going to Tokyo. We, we've been, so this is the first year. We, this is, so every year we usually take a, you know, one of our bigger trips. All right. And we did oh, have Christmas, New Year's. Right. And so this past year we didn't do one of those. And we're definitely feeling that pent up Bitch. angst, yeah. And because if you stay in New York City for too long, it'll it'll get you. It'll right? kill you. It'll it'll, it'll it's like an anchor. Yeah. yeah. Says the Brooklyn girl, born and bred, who never thought she'd leave. Guys, I never thought She's I'd a say changed such a thing, woman. But she hasn't true. stopped smiling for the last since she walked through the door. I'm you a happy she's lady. Here? No, I no, I think it's that whatever they put in the air up there, mm. those chemtrails. <laughs> we're not. Um, our smiles aren't that big right now. We're, no, I've got a I've got a perma frown frosted <laughs> on my plate. I think it's the foliage. <laughs> no, it's just, it's gorgeous up there. Are you saying I need to shave? I'm happy. Uh, we're not. <laughs> so the whole idea behind the podcast, I was talking about the owners or the people who started Airbnb, was that experience, mm-hmm. and you've. It sounds like you figured out that it has really nothing to do with necessarily the space, right? The space is what it is. You do with it what you can. You renovate. Yeah. You don't renovate as long as everything works, right? But 
maintaining or offering that five star or 10 stars they called it at the airbnb guys so like what would a 10 star experience be for somebody that comes into town or comes into our town for the first time so aside from being nice to and that's still great on me because i had a cable thing that happened it wasn't cable, it was verizon fios right f those guys until they pay to advertise on the show. I'm not going to say anything nice about them. Or pay right. to have this edited. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll accept cash <laughs> to bleep this out, to cut this entire section out about how frustrating it is dealing with, with cable companies in general. But the worst of the worst is probably Verizon Fios. You cut the cord a year or a year ago, a year and a half ago. See, you so. say you cut the cord, and this is going to well, derail us, but Tom, you have internet. Well, yeah, there's that. Sorry, that's, that's ambient okay. noise in the Keeping Wanderlust <laughs> yeah. studio. We're going to pick up all the... We do, like, in-the-field recordings, right. and I think we're in Venice Beach, mm-hmm. and we didn't pick up anything in the background. Oh. Really? Yeah. It's California come. Nothing came that's, what? Yeah, I heard yeah, something I else. Heard too. That's, that's fine. Moving on. <laughs> These are great microphones. <laughs> We didn't. We didn't hear calm. We heard something else. Yeah. But that's that's all just because we're such great lovers. That's our heads are always our our heads are always in that space. This is half love story too. I don't know what Ryan Travel called. and love, right? You didn't say calm. You said California come. Calm. That's what yeah. I heard. Happy cows make California come. I was like calm. Palm, it sounded calm. like a. What did they hear? It sounded like some sort of command. Like, California come <laughs> now. What yes, episode ma'am. was that, guys? Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. So speaking of great experiences, mm-hmm. when you come in California, no. So <laughs> you, but don't you, we're definitely editing that out. Yeah, if, if it bombed with these three, seconds. with this yeah. small. All right, let's keep going. Can I pick up with where you, please, you just were? Please. So you know where I'm going. I'm on the phone with Optimum. And she helps me troubleshoot. We go through a couple of things. We figure out really quickly that the, what do you call it? The route, the modem? Is it a modem? Yeah. Yeah. Broke. And so I call Vanessa on my way home and I'm like, how are we going to do this? Because the guests are out to dinner. So they have no idea that they have no Wi-Fi for the rest of the night. And I figure it's smart to proactively say, hey, look. You're without Wi-Fi. Things broken. We've got three options. Three options? Three mm-hmm. options. Would you like to go through the options? So we offered a $25 credit, right? A refund, rather. Well, we led with you can extend your checkout to 3 o'clock. Started small. Late checkout. Yeah, we'll oh, give you yeah. late yeah. check. It's late usually checkout. 11, but we'll do three. Fifty percent off your next stay. At the same property, or just at the same off? property? Okay, right. Smart. Which was Future just a way credits. to try to get them back. Future credits again. Which, by the way, at Rosendale, we haven't had one repeat customer, but that's for another conversation. Mm. And the third option was a twenty-five dollar credit. They took the twenty-five dollars, which I would have probably done the same thing. Because yeah, how sure. often do people go to the same Airbnb? Never. Like, no, right? Like, how have you guys? We 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 haven't done enough. I'd say we've done one in the states, right? All of our or Airbnb, even international. 
Like, well, that's just it. Like most of our, I'd say all of our, our personally, our Airbnb experience has largely been international. Okay. So we don't necessarily hit up. Visit the same place yeah. twice, well, right? Well, I would say even domestically, that's our big thing is we don't go to the right. same place multiple times unless we have, like you're working there or right. something right. like that. I like think those... our area is a little different though because I think that New Yorkers yep. come back mm-hmm. to that our area sense. more often. Mm-hmm. But I still think that they want to explore different towns and like. Well, that's sort of the beauty of Airbnb, right? right? Like you I don't, I gave up every time. on the hotel memberships, right? Like I used to have a Marriott Gold yeah. status on something. Yeah, and I'm like, nobody cares about yeah. that. Yeah, if Marriott pays us, we will edit that out as well. <laughs> Just putting that in there. Ritz Carlton is we're owned not. by Marriott Property. We're out of wine. No, so we're not. If Ritz pays, we'll edit out. The slight against Marriott. <laughs> we, we always want the Ritz. Yeah. Um, that's that's my that's my barrier. Again, we have a dozen listeners. This is this is going to impact people far and wide. <laughs> deeply, Clearly, deeply. But no, I think so. So that brings up a good point, though. Um, and we do the same thing. We never hit the same spot twice. Yeah. And mm-hmm. this is our this is our entire generation. Yeah. Who goes back? Yeah. Like, it's not nobody has regulars yeah. anymore, right? Mm-hmm. And even like you've commented on the fact that it's so cool to go downstairs to our local bar and right. they know my name or they know yeah. my drink or I don't yeah. have to say anything. I walk in and they start pouring my glass. Like I don't feel it. I feel like that's dying. That's yeah. not. It's not going to be around. Yeah. Well, we're bringing we're bringing that back to life in the Hudson Valley, and I'll tell you why. So tell us why. Um, a, the fun part of our business is is the concierge service, right? So Vanessa and I, and she comes from a hospitality background, so this is really her expertise. I'm more from the digital marketing, but um, we realize that if you're able to create a very unique experience for your guests, where they feel special they feel that all of their needs have been taken care of and that we have gone above and beyond right that that is the first step to getting them back for future visits and how do you go above and beyond for these guests so i was um, expecting you to tell me you went out to best buy and bought like a mobile hotspot as a backup for the dude's router so that he can actually get on and watch whatever his you oh. that do you want a job Chris? yeah well That's we're hiring <laughs> we're hiring and uh um, you're you're in one i think that you know just kind of really taking the time to understand the purpose of their trip understand what they like what they don't like um and then offering options i think you know, people are very familiar with Airbnb now, and you kind of get the run-of-the-mill hosts that are like, okay, thank you for booking, have a nice trip, and just kind of leave yeah. you to your own devices, whereas we're taking the time to ask, you know, are you here for a special occasion? Um, what do you like to do? We can provide a list of restaurants. We can create a custom itinerary for you. Do you want to do yoga? Are you coming for a bachelorette party? We can, you know, set up reservations for you. Mm-hmm. Private you know, chefs. Private chefs. These are romantic occasions. You want yeah. us to have a private chef cook you dinner? Um, do you want to go rock climbing for the first time? We can set you up with someone to teach you yeah. how to rock climb. These are all services that we offer as an added value. Like, we don't even take a percentage off of these yeah, transactions. So, so right? talk talk through the the transaction or talk, yeah. talk through the business. So if somebody else were to prop this up tomorrow, obviously it sounds like if they've, if they've got – a little bit of experience 
or even if they don't they'll learn through yeah, you know just keeping the yeah just doing it on their own um but talk through the actual not the hard numbers but just what's in it for them what's in it for you so we offer well actually for all three actually so what's in it in for the the owner that's mm-hmm. basically relinquishing control over to you guys right what's in it for you you're going to put in a mountain of labor right and attention right. and focus right is it is the juice work the squeeze and then what's the benefit to the buyer or the the individual homeowner yeah well, the homeowner. no so the homeowner you, the business owner, and then the person, the individual who's actually coming to the house to stay for uh, the weekend. The well, client in terms, are customer. you talking specifically to the concierge service or just the business in general? The business in general. Okay. Yeah. So I think it sounds like the business doesn't exist without the concierge service. It sounds like it, that's the key. It does to, in other markets. Like we've seen other companies in San Francisco and even one in New in York any City. Major market. No one's companies. really offering the concierge service that I've seen so far. Well, I think we actually saw. Well, one. I guess in in San Francisco. It's different, a different type of market where they're going through some major regulation right yeah. now. So I think that's a different yeah. thing. We don't have that except for like a 2% occupancy tax. But um, to answer your question, I think it's a win-win for everyone involved, right? And so um, homeowners generating positive cash flow um, passively, right, and able to live their life and whether it's spending more time with their children, traveling, or start, you know, moving forward on that business that they've always wanted to do, we're enabling them to do that. So that's that's number one. Um, it almost feels like a no-brainer. Like if I owned a house up in, in your neck of the woods and it wasn't doing anything, right? It's just sitting there, yeah. you know, and I'm paying a tax bill every year just, yep. just for having a piece of land. Utility, or, or all mortgage, insurance, taxes. We're now saying, hey... That's that what all grown ups have to for. do. They have to pay for all this stuff. Oh gosh, Jesus! Never growing up. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's a double-edged sword. <laughs> we've definitely we've come into contact with people or people who we have our one client who, like I said, he inherited this property was had the intention <clears throat> of either selling it or renting it out long term. Um, and we spoke with him a couple of times, convinced him of what we could do. And he's getting. Was there much convincing? No. Or you just show him no, the numbers. This is education. And like he <laughs> saw edu- the value, and yeah. um, we've already generated double the amount of money he thought he could get on a long-term rental yeah. for like the first month that we had him up and running. Damn. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and you're saying, well, in my mind, I've already convinced myself that it's that concierge experience. But do you think? Well, we with, haven't even, even without, implemented that yet. Have, no, it's been people that are coming. We've had a lot of people that are coming for a specific purpose. Weddings. Um, we've got some cadets next week, or actually Monday or Sunday. West Point. Or West Point. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's right. How far to, are you guys from West Point? Forty-five, 45 minutes. Forty-five minutes. Yeah. So how important, I know I'm, I'm conflating issues, how important is location? Would you ever consider going out and buying another piece of property? We will. That's in the plan. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's you haven't, you've decided. You are, you're oh, not even sure. like it's just a matter of sure. where. finding the right. Where and why. So how important is location to this type of business? You know, it's funny. We get this, con- we get this question all the time. And in fact, I'm talking with a gentleman now that is accustomed to, you know, traditional rentals, long-term lease. Yeah, yeah. And he's got a house in Milton, New York, which is like a very small town between Milton, M-I-L-T-O-N. Yeah, exactly. No one's typing in Milton on Airbnb. But 
What are um, they he, typing in that they stumble across his property? So, to give you an example, we live in Rosendale, right? Which is a right. tiny town between New Paltz, which people know, Kingston, which people, people know, know yeah. but we're like 10 minutes in between both, right? 10 minutes. Right. So, Kingston. like, when I look at Lake George, which is a tourist right. destination, right. I'll end up in Lake Luzerne. Right. And I'll because, Airbnb a place So, out what's there. happening is, is because of the algorithms that airbnb is using it's pulling up listings in tiny towns in the perimeter of destination points so when people are searching new Paltz, they're actually seeing milton and they're also seeing rosendale and some of the other smaller ones so um but you said you would you're you've already decided you are going to buy another property with the sole intention of never actually living in it and it's going to be a short term multiple rental you're not just one multiple yeah. yeah that's our goal we want to get our hands on a, a couple um and so how location are you just looking around where you guys live because it makes sense it's what you know for right now yeah, yeah. would you ever go to like Kansas City and prop we something up like this and like, I mean I wanted yeah I want to go you know, Puerto Rico would be great because we have family there and want to give money back. To we want to help the area. Um, but also, like, is there Europe an Airbnb? Too? Well, I feel like buying in Puerto Rico, you can do no problem. Buying in Europe without being a natural citizen might be tricky. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. probably a little bit more red tape involved, but it's certainly doable. Um, but Puerto Rico, right? Is there an Airbnb scene down there? Yeah. Have you oh, looked at? Yeah. You've looked into it. He's he stated. Uh, he, got, a few. he just got excited. I've stated a few, but no, I've been reading lately. You know, Bitcoin is uh, pretty huge in that area in terms of people that are in the business. So there's a lot of um, the drug and hitman business. <laughs> what like, do you yeah, mean in the business? Which business are we talking well, about? Meaning like people that are in the Bitcoin industry. So there's some tax breaks. Oh, yes. Right. Having a, a, a business in Puerto Rico. They, they've created a lot of tax breaks to try to bring. But hasn't that worked against to... Puerto Rico in the past? Because they did that with pharmaceutical manufacturers. And they then did. as soon as the tax breaks like ran out, they then did. all the pharmaceuticals but left. But what's happening it now versus yeah. then is that it's attracting tourism because people that are visiting the area from the Bitcoin industry are renting Airbnbs. Interesting. Yeah. So I feel like there's a timing issue that you need to take into play there, right? The the Bitcoin bubble's going to burst sooner or later, right? The same way the pharmaceutical bubble bursts True. and, you know. Yeah. I mean But I think people are always going to look for um unique places to go. Like Puerto Rico, you don't need a passport to go. Right? It's a pretty quick trip for most people. Yeah. So anyone coming you, from no the- matter what, I think that having Cool places to stay, allowing people to visit more of the island than just going to the touristy places in San Juan um, creates a, a really fun opportunity. It's hard to predict what's going to happen over there just because they're still in recovery mode. Um, but theoretically, we'd love to have a place over there at some point. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, if you need oh, yeah. someone to clean toilets in yeah. Puerto Rico for you <laughs> and that job's still on the table, you call me up. Yeah, you. I'll, I'll, clean, I'll clean toilets have in a, Puerto Rico. I have a feeling that I we- don't believe it's, they only eat rice and beans down there. It's cool. I'll, I'll clean those toilets all day. Right? If they start eating a ton of red meat, I'm going to be like, ah, this, I need a raise, Ray. My main man, Ray, I need a raise. They're eating uh, lots of meat. <laughs>